0: A B C A B C A B C A B C One Two Three.
1: Welcome, everyone, to the Uppy and Stash Show. I'm your host, Uppy. With me is the birthday boy. It's not his birthday just yet, but I think when the show drops, it will be his birthday. So, I want to say happy birthday, Stash, and um, aren't you just jealous that we're going to talk politics tonight?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'd rather talk beer and booze and blow and broads, but I guess we'll do politics. I I can do that for now. Um, So, uh, what's that in your hand, I see? Um... Right now, I got Solid Gold by Founders. It's a premium lager. I think this is one of them I showcased last time. I can't remember where this is out of. I think it's out of, like, Minnesota or something. Oh, Founders is Michigan. Oh, Michi- Michiganians. Thank yeah. you, Michiganians, for this beautiful, solid gold. Um, don't ask me how we found it in our local grocery store way down here in Southern California.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're... All-day IPA is pretty prominent in my local grocery store. So,
0: <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, I, I usually get that one, but I did this, and then I have another one, a special one I wanted to share with you. Hold on.
1: But their beer is not so good that it outweighs the fact that they carried uh, Donald Trump in the 2016 election.
0: Oh, then you know what? I'm not going to buy it anymore. Never mind. <laughs> I, I, have, I have the uh, hazy little thing IPA I'm going to do again tonight.
1: Life. That one
0: I liked from last time. From from our summer program
1: It's a good beer so,
0: Yeah, that one's not bad What do you got going?
1: I got a Hazy Double IPA
0: Okay This
1: is from our friends at Blaker um, yes. It's called Hazy Resolution 2020 So this is a beer to make New Year's resolutions with And that's what I've been doing
0: Nice, yeah drinking beer you, and making I actually
1: kind of had a New Year's resolution for a change what was it? What, what what did you decide it to be? Um, my goal, and I started this before the new year, but um, my goal for this year was just to be more on it with my money management and my finances. I've okay. kind of gotten a little lazy over the years, and it just got to a point where I was like, you know, I need to really focus on this shit and, you know... Nothing catastrophic happened or anything, but yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, no, I need to actually budget and stick to it. And you didn't buy a bridge, did you? So. No, no, I didn't. Thankfully, um, but trying to buy the bridge and not having enough money was what caused me to be like, hey, yeah, maybe I should actually be more responsible and pretend I'm poor more often, and then yeah, yeah,
0: no, yeah, having a little extra bucks yeah. around just definitely does help. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Dave Ramsey is a great, uh, a great um, um, resource and, and budgeting and creating ways to pay down debts and stuff. So check him out. And he has this thing called the snowball. Uh, it's a snowball method where you know you pay the debt that you can pay off the quickest. You know the lead, the lowest amount. Uh, that you have, and then you use that money coupled with your payments to pay off another one that you can pay off faster and you just keep snowballing and snowballing Mm -hmm. until you get to the bigger one and then you're dropping, you know, this money into it. So,
1: yeah. All right. So, so, uh, it wasn't our intention ever to start off season three talking nothing but politics, but that's just what life gave us. So, yeah, you weren't too far off. I think you said last time, two weeks ago, that the impeachment trial would be over within a week. You were a little bit off, but not far enough off to give you a hard time about. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we recorded, is Friday the seventh, uh, Wednesday, President Trump was acquitted of his charges. Um, this is not a surprise to any of us. We all knew way back when that this was going to be the outcome. But one thing I found interesting was the fact that one Mitt Romney of all people grew a set of balls, half balls, half balls, yeah. and then the other was the the actual fact that some Republicans came out and said, "Yeah, he's guilty," but who cares? I against him. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So, what are your thoughts? Mm. Did it go any differently than you expected? If so, how? It went
0: exactly like I expected. Uh, because we just not we the Democrats had this um, belief that somehow the Republicans would find the moral authority in themselves or take this moral mm-hmm. stock and and use that right like mm-hmm. I don't know this wishful thinking that that they had um, but uh, I think that also they half of them had to know that 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 was they, they were gonna they were saying it all over the news so it's not a surprise uh, the second thing with Mitt Romney is. Um, It's half balls because he only voted on one of the charges. Mm. He didn't vote on both of the charges. And he only did it to save faith, uh, save face, excuse me, you know, and in his constituency's eyes like, oh, hey, you know, like I'm for upholding the rule of law. It's like, all right, whatever. So that's that's the other thing. But again, I think when I mentioned last time was that when the Republicans dig in their heels like this, they tend to win in the beginning right it's a very short payoff but in the long run they lose Mm. so my prediction now is that um they'll lose the senate or they'll make it almost dead even to where like they can't be any filibusters they're Mm. gonna have to work with the democrats you know it'll come down to something like that and or win the senate Mm. because of that so uh, and if p and if Pete Buttigieg Buttigieg gets uh, nominated somehow which is complete BS Trump will win the presidency we'll hold the Congress and the Senate and it'll be like that so my prediction but we'll see we'll see what happens with, with impeachment it's always uh, it's always a gamble I'm I'm glad that they did it I know that it was a almost a lost cause mm-hmm. uh but but um do you have to exercise oversight that's part of your 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 branch i just i don't agree with their articles of impeachment um and i think that they sort of lost the media game as well you know they always play this stupid media game and they don't play it the way the republicans do and mm-hmm. uh and they lost on that part but it's uh it does gen up their base a lot to get them to come out and say hey look we want to get this guy out let's 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 use the Republican argument of hey let's vote him out then you know we couldn't impeach him and yeah. vote him out.
1: So. Well, I mean that's how Republicans get voted in is by Democrats not showing up and voting. I mean, yeah, well, people did not vote because they thought it was a foregone conclusion that Hillary was going to win.
0: A lot. A lot of people did. But it was also a lot of disinfecting, disinfection with um, the the Democratic Party as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump had this very populist um, um, message, you know, even though it was coming from a rich white guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, so it was like, I don't know, um, like the Pied Piper type of thing, you know, having the rats follow him to their death type of stuff. So... um We'll see what happens. I think I, Bernie's going to take it. Bernie has to take it. He's going to beat Pete all the way. Iowa just, was just a fluke. No one really cares about Iowa except for the media. It's all about what happens after New Hampshire. You yeah. know, when you got the other states, South Carolina and Florida <laughs> and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll absolutely. And see California. <clears throat> so, one crazy thing um, going back to the impeachment. Um, there was that slight glimmer of hope when it was announced that Mitch McConnell did not have enough votes to block witnesses. And then, magically, a couple hours later, it was being reported, no, he secured them. Yeah. But the reason why I bring this all up is because, I think it was just today, um, the two honorable men who actually testified against Trump were let go of their positions at the White House.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: What a petty, That's- spineless little fucker yeah. Didn't that because yep. two people did the right thing.
0: Yep. They knew it and then uh, th- those I mean that's that's what we know of but remember there's uh, Bast- there was there was Sonland there was the um that one lady with the british accent can't remember her name remember there was other people that testified that you know had evidence against him that was not you know in his favor so mm-hmm. everybody who testified um is is going to have something happen to them? Like they're going to lose their position, no doubt. It's it's whether or not um, the media reports reports it in any way. You just have to you know find them in the back pages. Uh, what what they call a Friday night dump? You know, it's mm-hmm. nine p.m. Friday. You're going to end up hearing about it because they released it to the news media. <laughs> That's how right. it ended up happening. <clears throat> yeah, but you're right. It's sniveling little bullshit move. You know, yeah. so. But they, I, I, you know, you have to give him props though. Like you, you got to stand up and give Vinman a, a, a round of applause for what he did, and he did what he oh, believed absolutely.
1: in. you absolutely. know,
0: he so that that much, and so you know, not not all heroes wear capes, and he he's definitely one of them. Um, mm-hmm he he sac- he sacrificed himself um in his career but uh, let's not cry too hard because I'd, i you know don't don't be surprised if he finds himself in a, some sort of a lobbyist or um 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 really high up position in a cor- corporation somewhere um so you know you know using his his skills that set that he has obtained over the years so I'm not too worried about it. You know, we're not going to be finding him in the welfare line anytime soon. That's for <laughs> damn sure. Yeah, yeah, he, ain't yeah. Gonna, he ain't gonna be on Wick and government cheese. So mm.
1: he'll be, be all right. They're being cut from it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> he, he makes he makes too much. <laughs> A lot of Trump's like, hey, we got seven million people off his jobs. No, you kicked them off. You didn't get them off. You kicked them off. But, yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, since we're uh, doing ta- uh, politics, did you watch the State of the Union this week or no?
0: No, you know what? Um, that's probably like the first State of the Union address that I've missed. I've caught almost all of the State of the Union's address. I've uh, watched them or reheard them. Huh. I have not heard any part. I've actually um, heard only a one snippet of it, and it was like a forty second clip of it, and that's all I can stomach. And um, and just a <laughs> just the theatrics of it. Now, I mean, because look, if, if you if, if when we go back to impeachment. Um, Pelosi's like the the biggest bullshitter that we have as a speaker, right? You know, she she she's coming out as like we're this oversight and we got to do this because we're the Congress. She's the absolute worst. So on top of that, she still tries to you know fly within these norms of D.C. politics, and you know she extends her hands for these handshakes for him or whatever, and you know and it's just this big old theatrics. Like we're supposed to follow these norms of you know of, of D.C. and she she's she's trying to get she's trying to impeach him then she invites him to the state of the union which is like what the fuck are you doing right like it's it's um in in a way it's like saying um I'm divorcing I'm divorcing my wife but I'm inviting her to dinner to meet my my you know to my parents again or something right when they're in the midst of this ugly battle, and you know and you know you don't like each other and you know things are going to end up worse but you're still inviting them over anyways. Your parents hate them, the per, you know your parents hate her so you're like or don't hate her but just don't agree with her at that moment. You know things need to settle down so it's like why why would you throw why would you do that? And so. And and he, he showed off his pettiness, um, and that was, like, the 40-second clip that I watched where he didn't even shake mm. her hand. That was it. And I was like, all yeah. right, that's that's all I got to watch. Mm. And then she rips up his, his, his fucking speech at the end of it, like, oh, God, Nancy, you go, girl. It's like, shut
1: the fuck up. Sit down no, with that no, no. bullshit. That's the best part, and I'll tell you why. Why? Because people like me don't watch the State of the Union. I, I don't give two shits. I maybe caught one of Obama's in all his years. But you have a president who cares all about having that moment. And like you said, the theatrics. The only thing anyone can remember from the last two years is something Pelosi did, nothing Trump did. She won the last two State of the Union addresses. So I actually applaud her. Should she have been a bigger person? Yeah, but I think the Democrats' new motto should be when they go low, we go lower. Like. <laughs>
0: I'm saying go dirty, man. You're right. I say go dirtier they have than to. that. Like, they have to. like, like, literally, the Democrats should have just walked out of the State of the Union address and mm-hmm. be like, "You're not like, okay, it's just okay." So let's put it in a more uh, political, uh, okay, bigger context, right? And how fucked up and how stupid this is beyond the fact that we just tried to impeach him, mm-hmm. we invited him to the State of the Union. Right, you, you you passed the the largest military budget not too long ago for him. You you passed his had one of the, um, his supposed trade deal right um, that that he did with Mexico and Canada, which is basically what what we had in the '90s. But everything's the same except for like ten things, right? And so it's just <laughs> like supposedly this better deal, right? And so you you know you have like these little things that are that, that are going on in the background. On top of that, you you have us at our own political function, um, stepping into the fray of another country's political arena, and that is recognizing um, um, the fake president of Venezuela, Juan Guaido, right over Maduro. Mm-hmm. You know, in in the in in the chamber itself, you know, in, on the United United States. So it's like, and then she gets up and she claps for it, like like you know, like some stupid fucking dirtbag that she is like i can't stand her i absolutely cannot stand her so so you see how like you know when you put it when you lay it all the cards out on the table how just fucking absurd it sounds right Mm -hmm. and how she stands there and she claps and it's like dude you just try to impeach somebody that it didn't fucking work and then you're over here standing up clapping for a uh, president a fake president that nobody in venezuela voted for he can't even fucking get into his own congress he has to jump the fucking fence like the border hopper that he is <laughs> right and i can say that everybody okay because i'm brown-skinned okay so he's trying to he can't even they wouldn't his own party wouldn't even let him in no one ever even fucking knew who juan Guaido was until the day he, he stood up with you know mike Pence saying that he was the new president of venezuela right so, let's stay out of their politics they're a sovereign nation. they should vote for their own person, let them be so there's just the absurdity of all of that mm-hmm. in in that moment, and you it just made me want to fucking puke. That's why I could only watch like forty seconds of it, and it was like, I am absolutely done with this bullshit. I can't wait for the election to be over, and we have president sanders
1: It's gonna be it's gonna be a long, strange road um between now and November. And I'm excited for it. Been waiting for it since, you know, the last election. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, just gonna see how it all shakes out. But yeah, we're just now getting started. I actually already got my mail in ballot filled out. Okay. So it's ready to go. I think I'm gonna hold on to it and just mm-hmm. take it in get my sticker. Um, but I felt the mail in ballot was ready to go just in case I'm busy that day or. You never know what's going to happen in life, so I have it filled out in this envelope, sealed and ready to go.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, feeling the burn, burning was my choice.
0: Yeah, um, for the primary, I, I got asked to do it, but in California, they implemented that new um rule now that if you have the invitation that they sent to you. Um, you can still cast your primary. you You can go into your local polling station, you know, and bring okay. the bring the invite. So I'm gonna do that because I missed the deadline to do it. and mm-hmm. i'm gonna I'm gonna um for the first time in eight years, um, probably even ten, actually more like ten years, I'm gonna um, go against my own um, policy internal policy that I set up for myself against the Democrats, right? And go and and vote in the Democratic primary. I haven't voted in the Democratic primary in 10 years since I switched to an independent. So I've missed all the primaries, right, because of that. So you don't get to vote in it because you're not part of the Democratic Party anymore. You're an independent. So I'll do it. And I'm only going to do it for one thing is because I don't want fucking Donald Trump to be president. And um, they're not we're never going to.
1: Where were you four years ago?
0: Well, um, Hillary Clinton was running. Hello? That was supposed shoein'. in Like, why didn't you fucking participate when you had the full weight of the establishment party, you know? Mm. and That was supposed... It was all of this or whatever. Um, and, well, four years ago, I was in a different state of mind as well. I, I did not want another old white guy uh, being president. But now that we mm-hmm. have another old white guy as president at the moment, I, I'm willing to kind of just... <laughs> Tighten the belt and go into the polling station and give them my vote. Um, so things change, you know. You, you gotta have shit
1: in your life. I'm uh-huh. excited. We're not June anymore, so it's nice that we're in March. We're early. We don't have to wait around. Um, going in so late in the process, I always felt kind of sucked.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh look, look, South Carolina and Florida and fucking Texas. Look how they all voted. And we're like. Uh, hello, we're like the most populous state in the union, what the fuck? Like, Mm. oh, you go June, don't worry about it, we all know how you're gonna go, you're gonna go blue anyways. (laughs) And it's like, no, you know what, I think, I was glad they moved us up, they should even moved us up even earlier than that, they should've gave us February. Fuck Iowa, next, you know what, I think we should like do a petition and, and become the new Iowa. We should. We should be our own Super Tuesday.
1: No, let them have their thing.
0: Why? They, don't have any, they fucked they don't it up. Have, they don't they have They fucked it else. up. They fucked it up already. Well, how can they have their own thing? They messed up. They're out. That's it. You had, you had a 100 years. You had a good 100-year run. Come on. It's time for us to come in and do it. 200-year no. run or whatever it was.
1: No. no. They 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 keep their thing. It's tradition. You don't get rid of Punxsutawney Phil just because you're mad at Pennsylvania. You know.
0: that's, that's, that's different. That's different. That's a whole different. I like I like Puckstawani. Puxtawani. Oh, God. What the fuck? Puckstawani. Puckstawani. Because f- Pucks f- 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 I really do look forward to knowing whether or not we're going to have a uh, late winter or early spring. So, even though we're in California.
1: I, I don't even I know with you
0: anymore. <laughs> 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 it means nothing. Well, let's keep it. <laughs> I, you know what I really do like I, I'm like okay what what did what did that what did that little old rotan tell us now are we gonna have you know are we gonna extend our winter or are we gonna like get a spring and uh, and for even though and even though for us in California it doesn't fucking matter because we, it was fucking 80 degrees on Super Bowl Sunday in California in Southern California so
1: we did finally get a cold snap yeah
0: right. like Last Ooh, week, 30.
1: Okay, I actually felt like winter last week. I'm like, what the hell's up with this? But yeah, it's gone now. It, it, it's warm again. So,
0: well, tomorrow will be warm, but uh, it was in the uh, 50s and down to like even the uh, uh low 30s a couple times mm. down here at least. I don't know about up there. Was it like that over there? It's like 35 tonight.
1: Um, yeah, we our lows are about the same, I think. Our our highs up here haven't been as high as yours. But one thing I noticed with your weather is it fluctuates a lot more like you had that 80-degree day, but, like, three days later it was 55, whereas we were more consistent. We were, like, in the same 10-degree range the whole time.
0: Three days later was not, like literally – it was literally not, the next day all of a sudden it was, like, fucking 50. <laughs>
1: not that I wasn't jealous when you had 80-degree weather, but –
0: Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um I uh, I was sick with the coronavirus flu recovery effort, whatever. Yeah. And so it was very nice to um be home <laughs> for a Sunday.
1: That that was me the day after the Super Bowl. I was suffering from the coronavirus. From <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: what it, it, you know prior to this job though i'll say this much um but i did take off almost every monday after the super bowl for like five or six years <laughs> i did it was like i'd put it on the calendar each year like you know like i'm taking i'm taking that monday off so don't fucking ask me to come in right <laughs> yeah because ain't nothing gonna happen don't schedule no meetings or nothing
1: Um, So the wrap up on the politics I think you touched on it It's the final thing we haven't gotten to We've done the impeachment We've done uh, the primaries here in California We've done State of the Union So um, what exactly did happen uh, With the Iowa caucus Is something to do with the app, right? They're trying out some new technology And Russia fucked it up Is that kind of what happened? Yeah, Russia
0: always fucks everything up Okay, so we'll do a uh, Reader's Digest version um, First in the Nation caucus. Uh, it's kind of crazy. There's all these rules that they have that sets out and um, you got different sites called satellites and, you know, mm-hmm. precincts and stuff that these caucus goers come out and they cast their votes of who they want to be president of the United, who their candidate is. And then from there, they determine how those delegates are going to get assigned and Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's truly, truly Iowan, truly unique to that process, right? This is how they've done it. That's part of their culture of that state. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the um, Iowa Democratic Association, the IDA or whatever they're calling themselves, or IDC committee, they um, decided that along with the Democratic committee wanted to use um, technology um, to report the counts. okay in the past mm-hmm. they'd phone these things in, there's paper trails, you know, hey, this is what we got and this is how they report them. They mm-hmm. thought uh, this would be cool to speed it up and, and, and we can get faster results so we can give it to the media. Well, it got fucked up big time. Um, <laughs> supposedly, uh, the the app crashed um, because, and the back end of it was that uh, I don't think they did a stress test. I don't think they they I don't think they ran their app through like a series of what ifs. In situations, Mm -hmm. right? Like new, as like algorithms go. And it totally crashed the system. The servers weren't able to catch up. Logins weren't working. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a clusterfuck of a situation. So you fast forward a little bit. uh, We still don't have the full full recount. I I still believe we don't still have the full recount um, because uh, as of today, Tom Perez, um, the the chairman uh, for the party, Decided that he wanted to re-canvas, which meant that they're going to relook at all of how the votes were casted. Um, so again, we don't have anything. Uh, there's a lot of speculation at the moment that Senator Sanders is, is ahead, and he has um, he is being cheated out of his spot because he has like six thousand more votes than Buttigieg. Um, which I don't know how the fucking how Mayor Pete came out of no, out of nowhere. Right? He was fucking well polling really low and and so but um we'll see what happens again the whole iowa thing is a big debacle and this is why we should take it away and give it to california
1: well pete uh mayor pete um in the grand scheme of things uh he's more centrist isn't he
0: very very like um he he's he's the kamala harris of
1: centrism but white so he's very centrist and he's a Midwestern guy. It should not be a surprise to me he did so well there because he's pretty much one of them.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: So um, Bernie's going to start carrying the more liberal places, I think, you know, once oh, they get delicious. to places that aren't flyover states, you know. I just popped
0: open that Sierra. That was very delicious.
1: Yeah, we all heard.
0: I forgot how delicious that, that we was. We heard you. Oh, sorry. I'm talking to myself. Oh, that's that was beautiful. I mean, you um, forgot to but, take the
1: microphone. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been I'm in pre-birthday mode. Monday's my birthday. I'm gonna go hard. I'm gonna go ham. Um, yeah, I I can see his appeal in the Midwest, but when you start getting out over here this way, when you start crossing that um that um uh, Mississippi line here towards. This he's not he's not his his appeal wanes big time, but his appeal also waned um, in the satellites. Uh, So I read a couple of reports that his his his, the reason why he was. uh, challenging the results was because the satellites were coming in. You know these areas that are not part of the big cities, mm-hmm. where um, Sanders went out and caucused hard. Right, like he got canvassed. Mm-hmm. You know they went on canvass these areas and got people to come out and vote for him. Um, and these were mainly people of color, uh, newly minted citizens. Like I like to call them because you know they they've done their time. They paid. They're paying their taxes. They're now American citizens. You know they took the vote. The the uh, oath. And, um, and he can, they Sanders campaign canvassed them while no other campaign was out there trying to get them to come out and they did. And so that is representative of what of what the rest of us is, how the rest of us is going to vote for. So Pete, you think you might've won this one. You might've won a battle, but the war's not over. We're going to fuck you up. It's going to be good. What do you think?
1: Um, I think even if he wins, he's got my vote. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, he's not my first choice, but if he ends up somehow winning at all, he has my vote in the general election in November. That's all I can say.
0: I don't know. I may have to do the same. I may have uh, to do the same.
1: I think at this point, it's your patriotic duty that you have to. And I, I think one thing that he might has that was well, kind of weird. I, I guess maybe he has two qualities that cancel each other out, because I I was thinking on one hand, he might appeal to even some Republicans, because he is more centrist, and he served in the, you know, the armed forces. Willingly. Now those Republicans, they love their military, and their guns and shit, but then I was like, oh, he's also gay. They might not like that he's gay, so it's hard to tell.
0: Yeah, yeah, they don't want, yeah, like these really... (laughs) I don't get it. These evangelical Republicans are so weird. Mm -hmm. They're they're okay with their president fucking a porn star. Okay, Mm -hmm. they're absolutely okay with their their president cheating on his wife with the porn star. Absolutely okay with that, right? Mm -hmm. But they cannot fan them two men together in the fucking White
1: House. (laughs) You know, it it reminds (laughs) me so. (laughs) So I'm a huge fan of The Office, right? Yeah. one thing I tend to do, because, you know, I, I work late and I stay up until about one. Everyone's in bed when I get home. So I, I, when there's nothing on, I, I tend to stream The Office on Netflix. And I just wrapped up the whole series a few weeks ago and I started back over on season one. But that episode <laughs> where uh, Dwight and Angela go to Toby in HR and are asking questions about gay men. <laughs> and Dwight asks, like, well, who do they choose whose penis opens up to accept the other penis? <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine it got to be like a lot of those evangelical Republican voters. Yeah. Like how does this work, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, I that's that's that I, I think that's how they I think that's how they see it, you know? Like like mm-hmm. who does what? You know, who who you know, who's the woman here? You know? Who puts on the lipstick?
1: I'm not an expert, but I would think based on my observations that if you are gay, you, you kind of the, these things naturally pair up. Um, people, even non-gay people, they you might be a man, but you might have more feminine qualities. You might be a woman, but have more masculine qualities. And I have to imagine that those qualities find a way together. So it's not like it's a I have to imagine it's not like a paper rock scissors situation, <laughs> you know. It's like, hey. what if,
0: what if, what if we found out that that? Uh, well, I've never, I've never even seen his husband, so I can't, I can't even guess. Yeah, he stays out of the public eye, so. But what if? What if Pete's the girl? No, not the girl. But what if Pete's the more of the, the feminine side? Really? I hope I hope we're not offending our gay. I got to plug in my Mac, but um, what if I hope we're not offending our gay followers.
1: I don't think I think it comes across. We we might probably sound ignorant, but I don't think we're being offensive.
0: Yeah, I yeah I think I'm super. I I don't know. I hope I'm not sounding ignorant. You know I mean? but who's who's who? Who's the dominant? I mean, what if they're like maybe we're like we're both equal type of thing?
1: I don't know. It's just weird. We we have to know. You know well. You know what I care about most? Are they happy? If they yeah. Let him. like like the Peter Griffin quote in that Family Guy episode from forever ago. When you know back when uh, gay marriage was a hot topic, Peter Griffin said on Family Guy, "If they want to be as miserable as the rest of us, let them." <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let, let them have their equal rights because they're, they're humans at the end of the day. So just let them do what they need to do. Let them, they're equals to all of us. So, yeah. Or let or let them be married and miserable.
0: Or there's a good one. There's a good one where it's, um, ah, oh God. There was a line that I heard in this f- fucking funny cartoon show. Um, from the early 2000s, not early 2000s, mid 2000s, um, the boondocks. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's walking with the grandpa, uh, rest in peace because he, the, the guy did his voiceover died. Um, mm-hmm. he, um, he, he says, well, you know, you see George, it's not that I'm against gay marriage. It's that I'm against all marriage. <laughs> and that's the way I like to see it too. <laughs> And I think I think I think once we put it in that context, uh, I I you know we can see that I once said that at work, and I don't think it was too truly truly appropriate because only like three people laughed,
1: except for well, the gay guy. So Did we almost laugh. had a we almost had a guest tonight, and this guest uh, he will be on eventually. Um, I'm not gonna give him a name, guess. I want to choose for him like when he actually is a guest you promise next time we invite him he'll come on but so I've known him since basically like the day I moved to California because he was my neighbor and um, <laughs> in high school he had this saying he's like I'm not racist I hate everybody equally <laughs> and he's not racist at all so it was very clever and I've actually used that many times in my life since I'm not racist I just hate everybody equally
0: yeah yeah. Yeah, it's I I like that. That <laughs> it, that's I think I think we should I think that we should create these isms these like these isms these sayings that were, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm not racist, I just hate everybody equally. I'm not against gay marriage, I'm just against all marriage. You know, mm-hmm. and just stuff like that, right? Like you know, I'm, I'm I'm for individuality. I why do we have to be married? Why do I got to give you half my money?
1: That should be our next promo. Like we have all these Upbeat and Stash stickers standing around. Maybe you got get the ones where they're bumper stickers with those on them.
0: Yeah. they
1: <laughs> are not against marriage. We're against all marriage. We're
0: against you all imagine marriage. Imagine doing that on a
1: bumper while you're stuck in downtown Los Angeles traffic on a Friday.
0: Oh, it'd be fucking <laughs> funny, man. It'd be funny. Um, so. anyway, anyway, I'd be
1: able to do it. Well, that was good. good. Yeah. Awesome yeah. episode. I think that's a good place to end it. Um, that's one thing we're going to try to do this season which I imagine at some point we're going to start failing at it, but we're going to try to be more on topic and short sweet and to the point. So that's going to do it for our uh, impeachment roundup slash politic talk. However, we end up labeling it on the show. <laughs> so, uh, Stash, got any parting words?
0: Yes. Uh, as I approach this age of 37, uh, was it 365 days in the year? So we are like at 363 now. So I got two more days now. Yeah, mm-hmm. 363. Um, drink this substance they call Pedialyte. It uh, definitely helps with um, the dehydration process after long days of drinking. At the age of 36, those are my parting words. You Be kind. All you, you
1: just added. You just outed yourself as being an amateur. Is all you did
0: no uh you know what for me now it's it's more of like i need i i it's i still have this high for a little bit and then it dies down you know the from being you know drunk mm-hmm. i just need a nap <laughs> and i'm okay i just yeah. need like an hour nap and i am okay that's it i'm, I'm good yeah, to go
1: i'm with you on yeah the nap. <laughs> yeah so my parting words yeah. are happy birthday brother and uh, thank you. with that said, uh, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to find us on Facebook and Twitter. Engage with us, comment, leave a review on Apple, five-star review, that way other people can find us. Because uh, we need listeners, because listeners mean that we can justify having a Patreon at some point, which means you can actually help be executive producers to our show and buy us new equipment and fun stuff like that. And in the meantime, if you do any of those things, we will send you a free sticker because we have a fuck ton of stickers. So with that said, um, until next time, Stash and I wish you a good afternoon, a good evening, and a good night.